Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. In my quest to understand more about this thing we call money, This thing we love to hate and hate to love. At various stages in our life, I came across this book called Money is Love by Barbara Wilder. This book helped me shift my opinions, beliefs, and feelings toward money. It validated something that I had been wondering about for quite some time. That money wasn't evil and that money wasn't all that bad. And that money is actually a wonderful, beautiful, and if it was a person, an incredibly misunderstood thing. So many years ago when I came across this book and read the title, Money is Love, it kicked up so many contradictory emotions and beliefs. The first thing I thought was, who was the author and how in the world did they come to understand then write about it for all the world to see and judge and poo-poo it and disagree with it. I thought it was very brave and a very loving thing to do. And then the second thing I thought was how grateful I was that she shared it with all of us who are seeking out and trying to understand money and their relationship with money. I know that the subject of money is taboo in certain circles and in some parts of society, talking about money is rude and distasteful. But I believe if you don't talk about the things we see as forbidden or inappropriate or bad, openly and with neutrality, we will never get to the truth about it. And it will have an invisible hold on us. So... Let's dive in. Let's talk about money and love. And I'd like to share with you a few topics or rather an insert from the book that I love and that have helped me time and time again over the years. So I'd like to read it um, from the introduction where Barbara talks about money being energy and what has become of money throughout time. Let's begin. She writes, A wonderful truth began to dawn on me. If money is energy and thought directs energy, we must be able to consciously direct the flow of money energy into our lives. The practical ramifications of money responding to our thoughts were fantastic. Money, however, isn't just pure energy. Money is energy that has been directed by human thought. 
and consciousness for thousands of years. That is, throughout history, humanity as a collective intelligence has created what money is and how it moves through society. Up until now, this has been an unconscious activity, and all human experience and human emotions have been injected into the energy we call money. Money may have begun as a form of exchange infused with the sacred energy of a divine creator, but it has gotten pretty damn polluted. Today, money carries with it all the fears, anger, and greed that every individual has ever felt about it as it passed through their hands. Money is dirty, filled with disgusting, mean-spirited, terrified energy of human beings whose thoughts directed it. Money is energy that should flow freely through our lives and throughout the world. But fear blocks the flow. Fear is like a dam. Hoarding, greed, belief in lack and scarcity are all elements of fear. And together they create a great dam that backs up the flow. So if we human beings have infused money with all this negative baggage, it only stands to reason that we should also be able to clean and infuse it with positive power. To clean money, to direct it from the profane to the profound, will take concerted and conscious effort on the part of many individuals. This will happen with one person at a time joining the effort. It is hard work, but the reward is living an abundant life, free of money worries. Sound impossible? It only requires changing our minds. One by one, as we decide to change money energy from greed, fear, lack, and suffering into love, joy, abundance, and goodwill, our own circumstances will change for the better. This will happen because the money, free of its old fear-based baggage, will be able to flow, then infused with its new attributes of love, joy, abundance, and goodwill. The money will infect the way we feel, think, and behave. Abundance will begin to flow through our lives. Money will simply be there. We will find ourselves working at jobs that have meaning to us. We will find ourselves living in a state of joy instead of living in a state of constant fear that there won't be enough to pay the rent or the mortgage. We will even become free to think about how we can share our abundance. It all begins with a simple thought. Money is love. This may sound like a monumental undertaking, 
To believe that it can be accomplished by simply changing our thoughts is a difficult leap to make. And to make it, we will need help. It has taken us centuries to get this far from the truth about money. We hold deeply rooted belief systems in our collective social psyches about what money is and how it works. We also carry emotional pain from our personal family histories. To heal, we need exercises and tools. This new yet ancient approach to money is difficult for all of us, from the richest to the poorest. We're all stuck in the mindset that money is scarce and that there just isn't enough to go around. We all believe that even if there's enough now, there might not be enough later. The fear that we'll lose it all is what causes greed. A greedy millionaire is not greedy because he was born mean and miserly. He's greedy because he is steeped in the fear that he may not have enough later. The fear the rich person has of losing money is the same fear the poor person has of starving or becoming homeless from lack of money. These fears are different in degree, but not in kind. These fears stem from the false belief that money is finite, that there is only so much money in the world, and that this finite amount is not enough to go around. The fear that there is not enough money comes from our separation from the sacred aspect of money. In the divine realm, there is abundance for all. But over the centuries, we have created a world of duality, where the material world and the spiritual world have become separated. I'd like to stop here and add that for us as spiritual entrepreneurs, this really hits home because many of us have complicated our relationship with money because we were taught that money is evil and dirty and not spiritual. We might have also been taught that we should not be charging money using our healing, intuitive, energetic, spiritual gifts. So I think Barbara did a really good job here of explaining where that messaging came from. I also think that because our magic or our spiritual gifts are powerful and mysterious, it can create fear in those who don't understand them. And as we have learned, fear creates warped and distorted thoughts, beliefs, and feelings around money. So that's something to really think about, right? So you are doing important and much needed work in the world. It's important that you are abundant and prosperous. It's also important for the world. As you become more and more abundant and prosperous, you infuse that money that circulates around the world with goodness, light, and love. And that is so important and much needed for the planet and to heal the planet. Well, that's about all we have time for now. I could go on and on. I highly recommend Money is Love by Barbara Wilder. It's a wonderful book 
Until next time, Michelle I. Revis here, wishing you all the love and money. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.